You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. <coughs> and Funky Cold Medina. Mm-hmm. <coughs> if you know what that means. I don't. Yeah. That, I would I, play it for you, but I'm not recording that. I do track, now. So. You do now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, welcome to the podcast. Let's say hypothetically. Okay. For a moment. Yeah. Wait, do you, have any, do you have any questions. cool... Um, cool i don't know facts for us well, unicorn I, hunting or do you need do you else? need me to stall is that what you're I saying i could get one real no quick. i don't need you to stall okay. but that's just a way better way to start the okay podcast did you know okay did you have a, i have a did you know did you know that it's harder to get into walmart than it is harvard harvard might be hard to get into with a 4.5 percent admittance rate but only 2.6 percent of walmart applicants are accepted Wow. Wow, there you go. There you go. That's impressive. It's because more people apply, but... Right. We don't need to think about that. Okay, though. yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Wow. See, mm-hmm. I really do feel like the Harvard standards have dropped over the years to be easier Did you apply? Home. Maybe. <laughs> <coughs> no, I don't want to go to Harvard. Do you know how many licks it takes to get to the center of it? <laughs> they studied it. Licks to get to the center of Harvard? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Do you know how many how many licks it takes to get to the center of it? How many? So according to Purdue University, whose engineering students did underwent this scientific endeavor, it officially takes three hundred and sixty four licks to get to the center of, of a Tootsie Pop. Three hundred and sixty four? Licks. Now is that like or is, or is that like, like exactly <laughs> right and they didn't even use a human tongue they used a proprietary licking machine oh <laughs> you can't wait That's a, a second <laughs> i want to see what this proprietary no you don't no you, i don't think you do i don't think anybody needs to see that <laughs> i don't know what that is but nobody needs to see that come on but these engineering students had one and they're like you know what we oh. can do with this <laughs> we have <laughs> someone asked this question and we have just the machine for that <laughs> wow yeah so um next time you ask if i have any random facts I think, <laughs> think twice yeah. <laughs> yes sirree <clears throat> i'm still curious how many licks it takes to get to the center of harvard I, I don't think that's an actual question that you can I don't how do you how do you measure licks in mileage and what's the center and what's the center I don't know those are all good questions <laughs> that we should probably ponder okay. at another time <clears throat> hypothetical here let's say you're just you're getting into trail running and get just getting into it okay just get into it 
Um, and uh, you've never you you've done some road running before. You but you wanna. It's the it's the happening thing on Instagram, and so you also want to get some trail running photos mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. your Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. What gear can I can I use my road running shoes for trail running, or do I need to get proper trail runners? Okay, good good question. Yeah. Um, you know how like when you run on the road and you're like running, and then like there's like a little bit of dirt, and then you just keep running. You're trail running now. It's like the same thing, but now you're on dirt, wearing the same, using the same stuff. Running on dirt is the same as running on the road. You can do, you can do it. You got this. I'm a little confused. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so what and you're that, saying, folks, is all that matters. So what you're saying is, it's the same thing. You need nothing. You need nothing else. Nothing but but whatever you've been running on the road with, but oh. they do make trail shoes and t- they do make a lot of stuff that makes it much better. Okay, so yeah. you don't need anything no else, but it there are some things that could make your experience more enjoyable. much better experience. Like yes, like a trail shoe, like a trail shoe. So what's the difference then between a road running shoe and a trail shoe? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Um, I thought you would never <laughs> ask that question. Uh, yeah, and really, I'm probably terrible at this. You could probably answer this really well. But the tread is better, and sure. sometimes there's um, cushion that's better and different. Um, if you're... What are you laughing at? <laughs> just tread is better. Sometimes there's cushion that's better. It just it sounded kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. What no, do you, keep what going. Do you, what do you think, enjoying. Chase? I think. Look, you made him shy. <laughs> I can't even. I don't even know what well, to talk about. Sometimes the tread is better. Sometimes it's better cushion. Um, I think of uh, one of the big differences is you're gonna have more rock protection in a trail running shoe. Yeah. Um, what do you have like a shield around your shoes? Just yeah, yeah. You, you don't wear with shield. You don't run with. Shoe trail, shields? Trail shields. Trail shields? This Trail Shield 2000? Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> no wonder you're having all these <laughs> foot problems, Brandon, because Chase always does, and he never has foot problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any foot problems. Oh, I know. Well, I but Chase has, like, Chase has lots of them. Yeah. His Trail Shield 2000 <laughs> ran failed. out of batteries. Yeah. And then uh, stopped working. Anyways rock guards <clears throat> it's in between I mean I think different companies put it in different areas but on the sole of the shoe there's going to be a stiffer plate in there to protect your foot from rocks um, I have ran in shoes that have them and ran in shoes that don't have them and I highly prefer shoes that have them because I definitely notice a difference um, I do a lot up like Adams Canyon and some other areas that are actually fairly rocky and fairly tacky and I definitely notice a difference when I have a shoe that does and one doesn't. So, depending on where you're going to run, if you're going to be doing mostly just shoreline, Bonneville shoreline trail stuff that's pretty mellow, not lots of rocks, then you're probably fine. But it definitely helps to have a, a rock guard in there if you're going to be doing anything more technical or that has lots of rocks. Yep. So, <clears throat> I agree with both of you. Tread is different, cushion sometimes. <coughs> Excuse me. 
cushion sometimes is different and then uh, a little bit more trail protection. You'll also find though with trail runners they tend to be a little bit sturdier, a little bit more durable made for rougher trails, rougher train, which also means they tend to be a little heavier. Not in all cases, but usually trail runners are a little heavier than road runners. I know some hardcore trail runners that prefer road running shoes um, for like their race shoes and stuff because they're lighter. And But as an everyday shoe for long, long mileage and everyday training, they'll train in trail runners usually. Um, because they don't wear out as quickly and stuff with that type of abuse, but then they race in Roadrunners. So that's kind of an interesting idea. But what I've uh, what I find with my trail runners, uh, I, I'm with Chase, is I've run in road shoes on the trail, and I'm surprised how much more of the rocks that I feel mm-hmm. pushing up through the soles. Because the soles aren't as thick, the the foam usually isn't maybe quite as thick, or it's not as dense. Um, and sometimes trail runners, like Chase said, will have that uh, trail shield. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but a layer, like a layer of plastic, like a thin layer of plastic or a thin layer of something that helps to protect from the rocks and stuff so you don't fill the rocks quite as much. And the few times that I've done some <coughs> trail runs on rocky trails with road shoes, I was just like, oh, you land, you land on the wrong sharp rock in the wrong place and it's like a, it's a, it's a day-ending experience. So uh, I do prefer trail runners, but like like Brandon said, not required. If you're getting into it, try it out with your road shoes if you want, but understand that, hey, I'm, I'm running on these trails and it's kind of hurting my feet because I'm filling the rocks a lot. Well, trail shoes can fix well, that. Well, and I wouldn't try um, trail running with your uh, track shoes. It's yeah. a good way to ruin your track shoes. Yeah. <laughs> did you know, this is the did you know portion. Yeah. Of the, that high heels were originally invented for men. Really? When high heel shoes were first in fashion in the 10th century, oh. they were intended for men. I think I saw that. And it wasn't until the 18th century, eight, eight, 80 years later, is that century? No, century. No, 800, century, 800 years 800 later. 800 years. <laughs> that more women wore high heels than men. Wow. Wow crazy i think i've seen some movies with guys walking around in high heels and like frilly stuff is mostly in france i if i'm if i'm if my movies are correct my movie uh, memories are correct and it's france mostly. and they probably were like the, the buckle shoes like yeah they just looked so ridiculous like our founding fathers that time i feel like they wore more of the had like a platform on their shoe kind of thing yeah. Pla- they're more pl- not like you think of a not high like heel stylish high heel. stiletto or yeah. something like yeah that. but like, like a platform mm-hmm. yeah make you taller that's interesting all right so there's there's that do we need trail runners or can normal running shoes work i think we answered that so then 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 the next question is wait <clears throat> is this like what you need to start running was that the first question? Sure. Or do you just need the shoes? Because I think the difference, be- the main difference between road and trail is length of time. Uh, outside of geography, the shoes that you've just solved that with. You just guys are, so then it's like length of time, meaning in other words, you usually take some water or some nutrients with you where a lot of times on the road, I see it a lot more now, you'll just go for a run and you have nothing yeah. You don't have a pack with you. So I was I was, I was leading up to a pack. It can, be, a can be very minimal. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have 
water and nutrients with you, especially in your in the in the woods or wherever you're running. Sure, and bear spray. <clears throat> you don't always need bear spray. <laughs> It's this is gonna be Chase's thing on every podcast. He's gonna work in. Oh, but you probably need bear spray. <laughs> now I am mountain biking in Moab. Well, don't forget your bear spray. Did you hear about the bear attack down there last year? The one that pulled the kid's head. Yeah. Out? No, that was like a few years ago. Okay, right? that, was that was in Moab. Moab. Well, it was down by the river, right? Near yeah, in Moab. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, Brandon. So Sorry. what happened? Bear ripped a guy's kid head got, off. Kid got kid got pulled out of his tent and. Um, by his head by his head and I think they're in Moab or like right near Moab it was, Moab, it right? was near oh. down by the river yikes they were camping did the kid live <clears throat> I don't know but I'm telling you what if you would have a bear spray you would have been fine <laughs> no and I, you sprayed I, it in the middle of the night while you're sleeping <laughs> right, yeah. right at the bear's face I'm pretty sure the kid was okay I think he just had like some puncture wounds to his head yeah, yeah I don't remember I don't yikes oof oof man no thanks all right, so, uh, yeah, there might be some other gear that's a little bit more trail-specific. Um, although, you know, it's all the same gear, really. It's just like if you're going to be out for an hour on a trail, you probably don't need anything. If you're going to be out for three or four, you might need something. I don't know too many people that go out for three or four-hour road runs. I mean, there are some, but they're usually, like, super, super hardcore road runners. Most don't go that far. But on trail runs, that's... A normal thing. Do you know what I used to do That's when I was training for marathons, and I ha I had this five mile lap that I would do, and the reason I made it a lap was because I didn't take anything out with me, and it was a loop or whatever, a loop back to my house where I had water, and I would and then I would take water, and then I would run another five miles rather than where. But if I if you had a backpack or something that had water or your nutrients, then you can just go. Yeah. And get it whatever huh hmm. yeah. <clears throat> all right so then the next question would be um i'm well this person says i'm scared about getting injured is trail running more likely to result in injury more likely that's an interesting likely. question because there's so many road people who run on the road i'm wondering if like it's got to be as a percentage so like like first I was audience. talking. No. <laughs> Keep going. I'm like right in the middle. <laughs> Chase just goes off. <laughs> I'm I'm tired, man. No, I was pretty I was done. Clock. I was done pretty much. I just don't you think it's a as a percentage maybe there's probably more runners on the road who get injured. But as a percentage is, what do, what do you think? Well, do you I was think you say, get... I think the injuries are. So kind I was of thinking different. about it, and I would just. I really feel like. <laughs> <Stop>. Oh, sorry! <laughs> I didn't realize you were talking. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, Chase. This is, we're now we can't finish. We're never going to be able to get through this. <laughs> well, this is like Longest number podcast. eight recording today because we're all going on vacation and we're That's not going to be around and so we're this is what happens by, when you try to do too many podcasts we're all going on podcasts. vacation they mean that Brandon Greg and Greg. Brandon are going on vacation <laughs> Chase is Senior. manning the store I like <laughs> Chase you, you've had plenty of vacations it's time for you to take a break yeah totally um, I actually really want to hear Chase's opinion on this <laughs> <coughs> I was going to say I feel like the injuries are they're kind of different depending on like road running 
I feel like you have o- I overuse. Like you maybe get more like like knees and stress fractures stuff that because roads are very it's an abrasive surface that you're running on. So I feel like I see more like shin splints, more bad knees, and more like stress fracture stuff that comes from road running. And then trail running, it's a a surface that's easier to run on, but you have more rolled ankles yeah. and more bear attacks <laughs> bear right. attacks, attacks. Mm. yeah i think the injuries are just kind of different yeah when you're running down that hill not paying attention you trip and eat it and just crack your head open yeah yeah so one thing that i i think you i think trails well, are safer also- <laughs> overall i because they're softer like you mentioned you tend to run slower, slower. Yeah. um yeah watch your ankles on the rocks but i think i think it's a safer I think it's safer. However, one thing you have to be careful with when starting is, um, depending on your body, your age, your knees, is the downs. Because you might not be used to running downhill and your knees will fill that first. And that's where I I experienced my, I don't know if it was an overuse injury or not, but I never felt it on the road because you don't really do a lot of elevation on the road. But you can pull a calf or something doing too much uphill, and then you can really hurt your knees or quads doing too much downhill too fast if you if you don't build up to it. Yeah. <clears throat> What's interesting is I, I remember back when Altra was first coming out, they coming out with their zero drop shoes and um born to run had just come out a couple years before that and there was just all this talk about natural running and stuff like that and i was talking to a friend of mine uh friend of ours friend of mine luke nelson the trail runner that he organizes the the scout mountain yeah and he's he's a runs for patagonia and a few other companies he's just a, a really cool guy but he's also a pa and he works in an in a clinic with sports injuries and stuff like that so i was asking him i said you know because i i switched over to like a zero drop shoe and immediately i was having knee problems and i immediately found that my knees felt so much better and i was thinking oh this is the answer to all my problems and so i asked him when he was in our shop doing a clinic one time i said have you noticed a decrease in injuries since these zero drop shoes have come out and, and and there's a different style of running barefoot running and other things have you noticed a decrease in injuries among runners and he said no actually the injuries are about the same same amount of injuries they're just different injuries now hmm. he said before it was a lot of knee problems and and stuff stuff above the ankle and he said now with the zero drop stuff we're getting stuff below the ankle the same amount of injuries just different types of injuries so <clears throat> it's, it's interesting to me that and and i guess that makes sense if you're uh landing on the ball of your foot more you're putting less pounding into your knees and stuff like that but you're also putting more strain on your ankle joints and on the muscles that support your ankle your kiwis tendon all those types of things so <clears throat> it does make sense um my experience is that uh, would would just follow what you guys have said uh, overuse injuries. I got. I had more shin splints, more of those types of problems. Uh, road running, and more acute problems. Trail running from rolling my ankle, tripping and falling, um, those types of things. Although I still do get from time to time joint problems if I'm doing a lot of miles. 
Here's one thing, though, that I've noticed, and th- and this goes to that third question, and maybe we can do this. How how far are we? Do we need oh, to do I this on this I separate episode? I haven't looked. Let's. Uh, oh yeah, we should probably wrap this one up. So <laughs> okay, yeah. so we'll talk about some other questions that people have about trail running on future episodes. But <clears throat> I've just found that when I'm running on the road, I tend to force myself to just keep running on the trail it starts getting really hard i tend to walk more and that can kind of help avoid some of those injuries too i think when i'm really pushing my body hard i just on the road i tend to force myself through it and on the trail i'm maybe a little nicer to my body from time to time so that could make a difference anyway all right well that's that's it for today um for the podcast if you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe and uh, leave us a friendly review if you would also, check out gear30.com. That's G E A R T H I R T Y.com for uh, great deals on all your trail running needs, including um, oh, some of the trail running gear that we carry, some of the footwear, for example. Ultra Topo, La Sportiva, Tina Fit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> and we also have Darn Tough Socks and Right Sock and a few others that are great trail running socks. Uh, and we've got a lot of great uh, trail running apparel as well uh, from La Sportiva and, and Solomon and a few other brands. Um, lightweight trail running uh, waterproof jackets and all those types of things. So check out gear30.com for that. And depending on when you're listening to this, I think that we still have a we still have apparel on sale maybe. Well, it depends on when you... We might be into Chaco (coughs) by now. Check out gear30.com, though, to see what type of sales we have. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woohoo!